Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here i got my boy jesse moore with me jesse say hey hey how you doing man you feeling good this week oh i feel great yeah i feel great being uh knocked out of this competition i don't know about you it's refreshing I mean, that sucks but it's refreshing to not be competing uh you know it, it, you can't stay on top forever you and me uh, in many cases, uh, you know, we never are, but, uh, it's game that tune back in the house. It's August Absurdity, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. August Absurdity, bleeding into the first and second weeks of September. If you're, uh, watching live the first week, if you're listening in podcast form the second week. Um, and, uh, yeah, what an, uh, what an absurd August it's been. We've overcome, man, so much to get to these finals. Eliminations. Um, deaths of friends, hurricanes, uh, mysterious Russians. Um, what's the I hurry? Guess that's, I guess that's kind of all the all that we've overcome. Um, cheating, <laughs> Jeopardy rounds, uh, Tasmania. <laughs> you know, we've we've overcome so much in August absurdity to get us here to this the final round. And uh, it ends tonight. The absurdity is over, fellas, after tonight. It's August Absurdity, the final round. Head-to-head. Game that tune. Video game music guessing game action. Between the illustrious competitors, uh, the champion David Fleming, and the challenger, John the Jeopardy Man Regan. Um, What an unlikely finals matchup. But frankly, what a potentially fantastic finals matchup. I believe... uh, a rematch of the very first August Absurdity Finals. Um, somebody who's listening to the podcast in the episodes uh, in the 30s can verify that for us. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, what a show, what a night it's going to be. The most electrifying night in video game music podcasting entertainment is here. And, guys, it's, uh, man, it's going to be an epic one. So let's, uh, let's get on with the entrances. Introducing first the challenger, fighting out of Baltimore, Maryland. Um, we don't announce weights and heights around here, so we'll just say it's uh, John Regan. Johnny, welcome into the show. Six foot zero. <laughs> Six foot zero. All right, man. Um, you know, two hundred XX pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, man, what a what a contender he's going to be. Johnny, do you have anything to say before we get started? Do you have a you have a promo that you would like to, you know, cut? Have you been watching wrestling? I've I've not been watching wrestling, and you know we Damn. always cut promos, and I always forget to come up with something. So, Son of a bitch. Uh, so I just hope we have a good, clean, fun time. I hope that uh, we both walk away at the end of this having had had fun. I wanted to do that thing that uh, kids do after soccer games, so they walk by and high five the other team, you know. Um, and the parents create the little tunnel. Yeah, uh, and then okay. and then I'll get your parents on here by the end of the show. And then we all go or out slices. and get pizza. 
And, oh. uh, yeah. Everybody's going to Hooters. <laughs> God. <laughs> God, hell yeah. Can we do GGT Live at Hooters? Let's make some phone calls after this. No, no, no. That's the post. Uh-huh. It's, you know, we celebrate August Absurdity. We celebrate the win. And, uh, my son's Little League game at Hooters. As, <laughs> uh, that's what you do. <laughs> you know, the kids don't know what it is. They just want the burgers. Um, well, Johnny, that's a great promo, man. You really set the tone for the evening. Uh, and so, fighting out of Chicago, Illinois, uh, the champion, the uh, reigning and defending four-time August Absurdity champion, uh, David Fleming. David, say hey. Hey. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, David. You can. Uh, you, the, the floor is yours, champ. You know, the I would love to love for you to address the GTT universe. And uh, discuss, you know, how you're feeling tonight and how we all got here. Um, this has been an interesting journey. And I think we have all grown some, and I think we have all learned some. Uh, and I think the learning will continue. Um, I think that tonight, John Regan is going to learn not to mess with me. And I think he is going to learn who the true king of the show is. Um, and I just have a, a couple lines that I want to say. Um, I got a college education and a criminal record, so I know how to make decisions. Fight for your dreams, and your dreams will fight for you. And Johnny, what you've got is 10,000 people calling you an asshole. I pulled up. I pulled up a list of just favorite lines from wrestling promos, so I thought oh, I'd throw okay. a few in there. <laughs> threw, threw a few out there. I thought there was a follow-up to the ten thousand assholes thing. Um, that's right, Johnny. Ten thousand assholes in your face. What are you going to do about it, man? Are you going to fight back? Are you going to win August Absurdity? Or are you just going to stare them down like you always do? Yeah, no, I'm just going to kick back and just stare at ten thousand assholes. Yeah. Look at those! <laughs> wow, wow, we. Yeah, that's a lot of skin. Um. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's gonna be a good night, guys. It's uh, <laughs> you know, there's no uh, you know, no ill will clearly between these two competitors. All the ill will is coming from Jesse and I for not making the finals. Uh, mostly towards David for <laughs> imitating a new co-host and working his way back onto the show after his elimination. But also towards Johnny for just admitting that he cheated at last week's Jeopardy episode. Wait, so, who, um, who was David imitating? I don't understand. David, oh man, see, it's complicated, Jesse. I know it was an elaborate ruse, but uh, we, you know, we hired that one guy that for that one episode, the, the Crimson Ninja. Oh, yeah, he was cool. We were talking in the radio the other day. Loved wrestling, loved Tetris, yeah. great accent. And uh, then You reminded out, me of someone cool. I don't, um, I don't think that was an accent. I think that was just how he spoke. People can speak with an accent. It'd be great. Are you, are you saying that people that speak with uh, accents can't, you know, they can't be great accents just because they're, they're authentic accents, David? That's no, very that, racist I, of you to say towards the Crimson Ninja. That's, that's yeah. not at all You're lucky the saying. Crimson Ninja's not here right now, David, or he'd kick the living shit out of you. God, I wish he was. Yeah, not the to man of a thousand and one holes. In, but, but he's just really nice and pleasant. And really mm-hmm. knows how to podcast. Yeah. Podcast pro, Crimson Ninja. Jeez. But no, Jesse, it turns out that it actually was David. Wait, um, no. But David's right here. He's not wearing a mask. Yeah, I know. That, it's that, complicated. You're silly. That's silly, yeah, John. Yeah, dare I say, how absurd. 
How absurd! Agreed. Thank you, original Crimson Ninja Akuma. Um, so yeah, we've got a fantastic show lined up. We got some great tunes. We got some great times coming up. Wait, Akuma was the Crimson Ninja? Oh my he god! He was a Crimson Ninja <laughs> at one time. His his energy is red and evil and came out of him. And it might not be a ninja so much as a you know martial artist, but whatever. Okay. It, it, it all works. He's a very very angry red man. <laughs> red. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, just a fantastic August absurdity. Uh, mostly fantastic because it's ending tonight. It's the final round. There's Finally. nothing after this. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this August, it's got to end sometime. Why not the first or second week of September? Johnny, let's hit it. Game one.
what a start. So, unlike in this game's spiritual predecessor, your uh, ammunition is unlimited, and the pickups are only there to increase your boost.
That's a good start. Yeah. God. Dare I say it? Funky Fresh. That was goddamn funky. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. That's what we like. Funky. Yeah. So, let's see some answers. Oh, hell. Johnny says Jet Set Radio Future. Sadly incorrect. David is correct with Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Johnny, surely you are aware there is a new game out <laughs> in the spiritual vein of Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future called Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You really don't know about this? <laughs> oh. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. New sound and everything. Johnny, have you... Have you like not been uh, watching this uh, this like game's kind of growth and now release this uh, kind of nice looking new cell shaded rollerblading graffiti tagging funky fresh game? You know, I I don't think this is the first I've heard of it. I feel like I remember hearing about this a while back. I it might have taken a long time for it to come out. <laughs> I, I may have like even like tutored about it, but like I don't. Mm. Yeah, but like like the name is now ringing bells, spiritual successor, and so on, but. I, right. I completely isn't forgot it about by it. The same, isn't it by the same team that did that, like, dodgeball fighting game? Yeah, Lethal League Blaze. The oh, yeah, very that game same was cool. People. Yeah, so these people, they get funky fresh, and they understand uh, good-looking, cell-shaded, uh, you know, cool designs. And yeah, they, uh, instead of doing a dodgeball fighting game, now they've done essentially a new Jet Set radio game. Um... I haven't played it yet. Uh, from what I understand, it's I think it's close to like a full price game. I want to say it's like sixty bucks, which hmm. is currently a deterrent for me purchasing it because <laughs> I wasn't a Jet Set Radio guy. I you know I would like to play this and you know experience it and consider myself a a fan of this. You know, hopefully I play it and enjoy it because I never played a Jet Set Radio game and it's like well this is as close as I'm gonna get. So maybe I'll maybe I'll try it. But um, I f I feel like this is the kind of like smaller. I don't know if it's indie, but I feel like it's indie, like, but that mm. smaller developer kind of game where on, like, the Switch eShop, it's going to go on sale for, like, 60% off in a month. Yeah, Because they probably. do that fairly regularly. Right. I mean, if it just, if it had been timed differently and, I don't know, if it hit the shop even 20% off, I would have been like, oh, fuck yeah, I've been waiting for that game. You know, I'll, I'll throw 45-ish at that, you know, just to, just to show that I support it. But now I'm going to wait for a bigger sale. Um... Because, I mean, it looks good, but I have no idea what my mileage on this is, because I did not play that original, uh, you know, either of the Jet Set Radio games, and I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting interesting little uh, little game they made here. Um, I don't know how, like, is this like, a, is this like a Robin Thicke Blurred Line situation where, like, you know, could the Jet Set Radio people come to them and be like, yeah, you, you made our game. Like, what have you done? Like, is this plagiarism or is this just like the the best homage possible? I, I don't really get it. Like, well, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So. Again, tell that to Marvin Gaye's estate when they <laughs> fucking sued and won against Robin Thicke somehow. You know, for making a song that vaguely sounded like one of Marvin Gaye's songs. Like, you know, can who made Jet Set Radio? Fucking Sega. <laughs> like, can Sega sue these people and be like, what have you done? This um. You, you can't just change the title and make our game, guys. Yeah. I mean, Sega probably could do that if they cared about any of their non-Sonic properties. 
I don't mm. think they even care that much about their Sonic properties, right? I mean, how many people out there make it all their crazy Sonic fan games? And Sega's just like, that's fine. Like, they really yeah, don't eventually care. Eventually, they buy one and canonize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Sonic Mania, you say. Here. Uh, thank you for doing our work for us. Um, they should do that with this. They should just fucking buy this from, you know, Team Reptile and just be like, yeah, this is uh, Jet Set Radio 3. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. You've been waiting 20 years, folks. It's back. <laughs> Um, it's that's just working, uh, working smart, not hard. Uh, Sega's good at that, man. Yeah. They should do that. Um, just let other people do it and then throw money at them. Like done. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sega's good at working smarter, not harder. Uh, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just yeah. thinking about the launch of the Saturn. That's all. Well, yeah, that was fucking almost thirty years ago, Dave. <laughs> right. I'm talking about what I'm talking about now. Yeah, fucking Sega has their fucking shit together. They're killing it. Like, yeah, the way they're mm-hmm. working smarter, not harder, is they're not doing the hard work of making consoles anymore. They realize yeah, yeah, exactly just, <laughs> just releasing fucking Yakuza games, yeah. which are fucking selling. Yeah, and fucking, Sonic, you know, Sonic War updates and shit. And shit. It's uh, it's not hard, man. It's smart, is what it is. So Sega, they like, would Sonic be... is their like hobby game. Like they make all their money with fucking, you know, the Yakuza series. And then, you know, oh, we got a couple extra hours. Let's make a, a silly Sonic game for those weirdos online. Right. And then they do it, and then sometimes they're good. Yep. Either way, out comes the fan art. You know, yep. the community's happy. Everybody's uh, everybody's good. So, as yeah, long they as would... Sonic's pregnant, we're all good <laughs> to go. I'm just saying they would be smart to buy this game. I'm not saying they always work smarter, not harder. But they did smarten up about 21 years ago when they got out of the console market. So they're, you know, they, they've been on a smart roll for the last couple of decades, just making games and making them good. So, you know, now instead of making games and making them good, take other people's games and call them your own. Even, even smart. That's the next level. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's they what we call the Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a good it's a good strategy, man. You know, this game looks really great. The the art style's fantastic. Uh yeah. I again I don't have much to go on because I haven't played the originals and you know, haven't played this, but the videos I've seen of this, they just look fantastic. And uh it's you know, it's just like a modern update. So, you know, I gotta think it's just Jet Set Radio with probably a few modern, you know, quality of life things and yeah, cool. I'm good. It's with got that. Bluetooth. Exactly. It's a uh, you know, man. Thank goodness <laughs> it's got Bluetooth. Uh, it, but it's also got it's got a pretty fucking good soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack for this thing's huge. Uh, and I, when they first announced it, I feel like they were like, you know, really drilling in on like we got Hideki Naganuma to come back and make new music for our game. So this is going to be the funky fresh Jet Set Radio sequel that everybody always wanted. And now that the game's out, it's like, okay, well, there's, you know, 60 tracks, and three of them are from Hideki Naganuma, but that's still pretty good. Um, which, you know, it is, because, I mean, I don't know what that guy's up to, but uh, three Hideki Naganuma songs, greater than zero. That's, uh, it's it's not hard math, people. Um, getting him to make some, uh, some music for your game, uh, pretty good idea. And then there's, you know, just a bunch of other stuff. I'm kind of glad, like, that the soundtrack... Like, I, I was listening to a little bit of it. I put it on the radio already. I've been sharing it a little bit. You know, it's not completely reminiscent of, like, the Jet Set Radio stuff. It, it's not like all these other artists were just trying to copy Naganuma stuff. 
You know, it's not just all wacky samples and, you know, 90s beats. It's just, it's pretty fucking good electronic music. And then also some new Hideki Naganuma stuff. So it's, it's a, it's an interesting old soundtrack. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, somebody that has, you know, been listening to video game music for a long time and enjoying electronic music more and more. It's a pretty fucking good soundtrack. So, um, Would you say it's funky fresh? I would say parts of it are, yes. Yeah, you know, I would. I would also say, in line with, uh, you know, how in I feel line? about the line, exactly in line with how I feel about the original Jet Set Radio soundtrack. It's not all good. Like, there's, you know, <laughs> there's plenty of tunes on the soundtrack. That I'm like, skip, skip, skip. <laughs> like, it's not a hundred percent hit rate. Uh, just like the original, there's. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't be a soundtrack to a game that's honoring Jet Set Radio if there weren't a couple of really insufferable, noisy electronic tracks. Uh, so really, I mean, they, they're nailing the vibe. They really got it. So it's uh, I, it's pretty I good. I always like the birthday cake song. I hate that song. That's my least favorite song. Really? The <laughs> Jesus, why would you bring that up specifically? I deleted Whoa. that from the radio. You did? No. Yes, it's been gone for stupid. years. That song is great. Oh, no, Jesse. You and I aren't even competing, and now I'm mad at you. Oh, God. Mm. Well, what a twist. I didn't see that coming. Jesse oh, loves birthday cake. Fuck. I mean, uh, have you seen my stomach? Hey! <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Just fucking moving on. You know, are you hosting the show now, John? You wanna you wanna take over? My bad. I thought it was just a beautiful note to end the segment on. It is a good note to end the segment on. But you know, I was just gonna say it's fucking. It's a really fun game. Funky fresh soundtrack. Funky fresh start to the show. And I'm sure that we're gonna keep it going with some fucking even funkier tunes right now. Game two.
All right, guys. So, um, when starting this game, the player can choose their name, uh, and you can pick one of three honorifics for your character, Mr., Ms., or Mix, that's MX, or you can make your own custom honorific for your character. Lovely. Lovely, funky, fresh tunes. Um, I assume everybody's feeling fantastic. Um, but while you're finishing writing good. down your answers, I uh, want to give a thank you to our requester. This is our fan request for the evening. This came to us from Taylor Y. Patreon absurd fan, Taylor Y. Um, fantastic request. Hey, what a, what a game, what a soundtrack. Um, and, you know, if anybody else made a request, Taylor gets priority. You know why? Patreon. Patreon gets request priority. Patreon.com slash game that tune. Get your requests on the show by uh, paying like Tay does. So let's see some answers. Uh, David says Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. A fantastic guess, sadly incorrect. Johnny says Coral Island. Johnny is correct. Yes. Yes, Jesse. Isn't isn't that the name of a famous uh, World War II battle in the Pacific? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. What island are you referring to? There's so many. No battle. Okay. What what battle? The only thing I can think of is the Battle of Midway. Iwo Jima. Oh. No. They did Pearl a lot of they did a lot of testing after the war at the Bikini Atoll. Battle of the Coral Islands, I think. Uh, Jesse, you're the World War II buff I, around I, here, look, apparently. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Fucking, I know, I just, you know, look it up and tell me, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, Mr. World I don't know War II. I, I just fucking... Like, you're doing like no, a swing um, and cheek so, uh, thing, but I'm like... I, you, Coral Sea, that's what it's called. I was going to say, from May 4th to 8th in 1942 was the Battle of the Coral Sea. Okay. Thank that's you. That's what I was thinking of. I'm sorry that I... 
terribly I sorry. I thought you were like really it's, trying to no, hit us with some World War II yeah. knowledge, given how little well, just, you know, the rest of us knew about it. <laughs> it so rarely Jesse, goes up on the show. Yeah, I was going to say don't, <laughs> Jesse, don't apologize because there. we're here to entertain as well as educate. Yes. God. So let's discuss the Battle of the Coral Sea. It's always been part of the mission statement of this uh, this show. Goof off, have a lot of fun, educate the people. <laughs> yeah. It's what I've always said we do on the show. It's great. Um, yeah. Every episode, go back and listen. Yeah. Video game music, World War II trivia. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, what a show. It's yeah. like it's like the Hogan's Heroes of VGM podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We're oh the band God. we're the band of brothers. Uh, except we fucking <laughs> listen to video game music. Um, hey guys, welcome to John- Pearl That Harbor. <laughs> we yeah. Johnny, did you get the answer right? I know nothing. Guten Tag, mein Man, I did not see that reference coming. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Coral Island, not a... Uh, World War II thing at all, to my knowledge. Tay could probably fill us in a little bit better if it's uh, if it is anything involving Whoa. World War II. I'd like to know about it. I don't think it is though. Um, David, you were real close, or in the ballpark at least, with the story of Seasons Guest because this game is a lot like that game. It is basically Stardew Valley, but more tropical. Um, yeah, I was listening to the music. I was like, this sounds like, this definitely sounds like a Harvest Moon type game. It's like, wait, no, Harvest Moon changed its name. Okay, what's the last game in the series? Right, yeah, it's the, those Friends of Mineral Town. But uh, no, this is more like Friends of Ocean Town. Um, basically, it's a, it's a Harvest Moon or it's a Stardew game, but it's got a more tropical setting. And from what Tay was telling me, it's kind of themed around, like, ocean conservancy. There's, uh, you know, there's an overall theme of that and being friendly and kind to the environment, which is cool. Um, you, uh, it literally is these other games. Like, you you start as a character, you name them, you choose their uh, pronoun, I guess. Uh, You name your farm, and then it's just, it's the same Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon stuff, but in a tropical setting. All the characters are nicely drawn, pretty, you know, good-looking anime characters. Uh, you can romance them, you know, wed them. Uh, this game's still in early access, so they haven't added, I guess, all the, you know, like, future content, all the options. Uh, Tay was kind of relayed, like, yeah, there's a lot of people that, like, want to be able to breed every character, and they don't think they're going to add that in the game. I'm like, good, they shouldn't <laughs> add that in the game. That's weird. <laughs> like, you don't just listen to every message on the message board. Thank you, developers. <laughs> Um, I think it's on Game Pass. Uh, it might be. Uh, it's definitely, like I said, like Steam Early Access. Uh, it's supposed to come out, a full release was supposed to come out this year, I guess, but uh, they've been kind of delayed, And but the the full soundtrack came out, and so uh, we threw it on the radio, and it's just, man, it's good, chill music. Um, but yeah, Tay basically said it was, uh, it's like a Stardew Valley, but also with like an Animal Crossing museum to complete. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this sounds amazing. Yeah, like you farm stuff, and you can go down in mines and fight things, and you can go diving and collect things and complete a compendium of bugs and fish. Great, you know. So are you saying it's Animal, My... animal Crossing, but you can romance sexy anime characters instead of not do anything with adorable animals? That's uh, that sounds pretty good too. Well, you just haven't been trying hard enough. I've been trying so hard, Jesse. I don't know <laughs> if I could try any harder with these animals. Like, it's, uh... <laughs> I, I, God. Oh, God. <laughs> In Animal I'm, Crossing. 
I'm kind of confused by, like, it's a tropical setting, coral island, there's mines that you can explore, like, how are there mines at sea level? That that doesn't seem like it should work well, out. Well, they were left undetonated after World War II. already paid for itself. Yep, really did. Um, no, I, I have no answers to that question, David. Uh, I know that, like, in the Battle of Iwo Jima, they were in caves, so, like, you know, maybe there's islands with caves, and you have to explore them. Best not to question also, things too hard, David. It's, you know, let, let's just do tropical Stardew Valley. <laughs> I'm, also very about, <laughs> I'm also very intrigued about, like, what you farm, because I'm thinking about like tropical island farming. It's like you can grow sugarcane, you can grow bananas, you can grow sugarcane, coconuts, <laughs> coconuts, pineapples, 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 oysters. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Oysters, oh, you could yeah. be farming, uh, you know, uh, sustainably uh, sourced seafood. Hmm. Mangoes. Yes. Um, okay, that's true. Yeah, I, Tay says. I stand corrected. Tay in the chat says smug duck. I don't Smug think that's pig? something you would stop reading the chat chat. <laughs> I don't think that's uh I don't think that's a, a a crop. I think he's describing the animals. There's also there you know, it's uh, like Stardew Valley, there there is uh you know, a livestock element to farming. So yeah, you can raise island pigs and island ducks. And he did show me the character artwork and they are looking kinda of smug, these animals, man. <laughs> uh. You can raise pigs. They'll destroy the dodo. Yep. It's great. Um Man, you can raise some aggressive island chickens. Uh, I love it. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool little game. Uh, I would like to say I'd play it once it's in, like, full release, but I played a good amount of Stardew Valley. I don't know if I need to play this game. Like, you know, I don't know how many more farm sims I need to play that are apparently just like Stardew Valley. Because I played Stardew Valley so much because I never played Harvest Moon. And, you know, talking to Tay, he said, oh, I'm playing this because I never played Stardew Valley. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Everybody should put a lot of hours into one of these farm sims. I've already done my time down at Stardew Valley. So maybe, <laughs> Your time. you know, maybe I won't be uh, jumping into the Coral Islands. But if, uh, if a bunch of new content comes out and, you know, uh, I think they're adding, like, merfolk. So, like, if there's... Uh, if there's a whole lot of merman and merwoman romancing going on, then I might just plop down a few bucks on this. Um, now, alternatively, if I find I... out that there's explicitly no uh, romancing the merfolk, I might plop down some money on this. There's enough people to make love to on land. I don't need the complication of a fucking, you know, a clan of mer people in the mix. Like, it's just, it's too much. I don't know. How would, is that just how me? would that even work? You know, the physics-wise, like. Well, I mean, we've all seen that episode of Futurama. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, where uh, well, where Fry goes to Red Atlanta. Dwarf. See, here's the thing. Like, I don't want to question the scientific accuracy of Futurama, but every time somebody brings up like sleeping with a mermaid, it's like, how would that even work? Like, they all possess belly buttons, so clearly they are somehow mammal. So there's got to be a vagina somewhere. I don't know that that's true, David. You know, what is it? Like, buried deep in the fish meat or something? Like, you know, there's, there's a fish part that's in the way, man. 
I'm just saying. And, and also, I mean, how how often do people bring up sleeping with mermaids? How many times have you had this conversation? <laughs> well, I mean, people talk about sexy mermaids and whatnot. Like, yeah, but what can you do with it? Like, do they? <laughs> is this apparently? I have a very different friend group. I was gonna say, is this is the third time today. This is, not, uh, this is a conversation that I feel like would only happen here on the show, and I don't recall having it. <laughs> David, I'm signing up for whatever the fuck web forums you're on. I I, I want in on these conversations. Yeah, gee, send some links, man. If we're talking yeah. about the logistics of mermaid fucking and we're not invited, then, you know, come on, man. Shit, what are we let us Sharing is caring. Yeah, I'm saying, man. Hit your, hit your boy with an invite for whatever that website is. Um, But yeah, um, you know, whatever part's on top or bottom, doesn't matter. Point is, you know, merfolk. Cool. No, I think it matters. <laughs> uh, it, it might. We'll see. It, it depends on uh, you know the future developments of this game. It would be pretty great if the merfolk came out and they had the fish parts on top and the human parts on the bottom, because then all romance options are on the table, baby. But uh, <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, man, what a game. Tay, thank you for the request. Excellent request. Great tunes. Chill tunes. Love it. And uh, let's just keep it going, Johnny. Game three. Thank you. 
All right, guys. So this is the first spinoff game in this series. Who's feeling great? I'm feeling pretty good. Good. Uh, yeah, questions. I think so, yeah. You should. Let's see. Oh, look at that. It's a twofer. They're both correct. It's Kirby's Pinball Land. <laughs> That's right. Well done, gentlemen. I absolutely thought that second song in the beginning was King Diddy's theme, and then it got weird. I'm like, no, nah, I think they're fucking with me, though. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> yeah, that was the, the idea, same thing. Wow, you read my literal thought process in picking that song, because, yes, it starts out like it's going to be King Diddy's theme, and then it turns into a different song. Coincidentally, in Kirby's Pinball Land, that is King Diddy's theme. Mm. So, you know, you're not off base. Um... But yeah, man. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, like, this sounds like Kirby music. And then the second song started, it's like, oh, yeah, wait, what? Yes, but <laughs> um, what what Kirby game could we have possibly overlooked for the show? Of course, the uh, third Kirby land, Kirby's Pinball Land. Um, and man, what a land. What, this, uh, uh, the... what copy abilities do you have in Kirby's Pinball Land? Oh, Johnny, what copy abilities don't you have in Kirby's Pinball Land? Um, my guess ball. is all of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess all of them. <laughs> there's ball. End of list. Hmm. <laughs> um, Kirby is a ball, and you play pinball, and things happen. That's uh, that's your Kirby's Pinball Land. There's three tables. Uh, you got Table Wispy, you got Cracko, and Poppy Brothers, and you are playing Cracko, playing pinball as a Kirby ball. And it's pretty cute. It's early Game Boy, or not really early. I mean, it's Game Boy pinball, though. So, yeah. Um, I thought that maybe this would be the kind of thing that you, one of you two, as Game Boy owners, might have accidentally been tricked into owning at some point in your lives. Did you guys not play your own Kirby's Pinball Land? Like, this wasn't a grandma Christmas present at some point? No, I had Kirby's. I did have Kirby's Dream Land, too. Hmm. I managed to look at all the various uh, pinball games and Game Boys. Like, why would I do that? Yeah. But I've got Sp Sonic Spitball right over here. <laughs> exactly. I got a perfectly good <laughs> pinball game right here. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking. I was like, did I play Kirby's Pinball Land? And I feel like I played it for a few minutes when I first got into emulating games back in say 2001 or so. Uh, and yeah, then. I was like, wait, no, I'd rather play Pokemon Pinball. If I'm going to play a Game Boy Pinball game here on my fucking, you know, old HP computer, it's going to be Pokemon Pinball. 
And uh, yeah, that game was fun. I played that for a few more minutes, and then I realized I could emulate every fucking game that ever existed. Why am I playing handheld pinball games? Also, I have 3D Pinball Space Cadet on this computer. Why am I playing these fucking Game Boy pinball games? What am I thinking? So, um, still a fun game. God, Very I'm cute. I'm kind of surprised because I'm looking at it. I was like, yeah, Kirby's Pinball Land made by HAL, obviously. Like, I'm pretty sure they made that Gator pinball game on the Game Boy. But looking at it, they made pinball on the NES. They made the Pokemon pinball games. Like, wow, HAL kind of has a history with pinball. Okay. Yeah, that explains why I got similar mileage out of Pokemon pinball. <laughs> yeah. A similarly competent Game Boy pinball game. Um, but yeah, uh... I didn't realize that pinball was such a defining thing of HAL Laboratory, but, I mean, there you have it. Uh, fun game. Yeah, I like uh, I like character-based pinball games. I feel like there should be more of them. Did, was there ever, like, a Mario pinball? David, I feel like you would there know There was. That. Okay, good. Uh, it was on Game Boy Advance, and I think it was just called, like, Mario Pinball. Did every character in Nintendo's history get a pinball game? David, go ahead and list them. Um, I don't think Zelda there are, did. There are points on Mar the line. I was going to say Mario, Samus, Kirby, the Pokemon. I think that might be all. Donkey Kong? I don't think there was ever a Donkey Kong pinball no, game. I don't think oh, there. That would be good, I don't though. think there was either. I feel like yeah, that would be yeah, perfect. Donkey Kong's there, coconut pinball or some shit. There was that weird GameCube exclusive Odama that like combined pinball with medieval Japan... <laughs> armies? Of course. Like, yeah. I know exactly the game strange. of which you speak. <laughs> no, I swear this is a thing oh, you no, can no, look I'm, it up. I'm, and I'm, it, I'm sure the, uh, sure it is. And if I'm not mistaken, it used either the bongo controls or the GameCube microphone because you could like speak commands or drum to like build up morale in your armies. Okay, dope. But yeah, it was a, it was a weird like not quite Dynasty Warriors meets Pinball, but kind of Dynasty Warriors meets Pinball. Interesting. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I like a, I like a character-based pinball game. I feel like there should be uh, more of them. Just you know, I don't know. Like, do you think that the do you think that Nintendo struggles with this because not all their characters can be so easily made into balls? Like <laughs> Kirby as a ball makes sense. Samus ball, Pokemon Pokeball. I'm not sure what you play with in the Mario pinball, but I'm sure it's just a ball shaped like Mario's face or some shit. A bomb. Yeah, it's, a ba it's Mario curled up into a ball. Right. Okay. Mario ball. Um, is there? Is, See, you think that's maybe getting in the way of, of further Nintendo balls? On the one hand, I think you could do a Donkey Kong pinball land with Donkey Kong, like, rolled up, rolling around. Mm. But then I was also thinking about it. It's like, what if the ball was a coconut and Donkey Kong is at the bottom of the screen and he's the flippers, yeah. like, punching it up? Makes sense. Like, that would, that make, that would cool be pretty too. cool. Yeah, Donkey Kong would be there at the bottom. He'd say, I am the table and flip the coconut with ah. his little flippers. Yeah. God, I remember when, uh, was it, I think, Roddy Piper threw a coconut at, um... Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooka, and it, like, fucked him up real bad. Yeah, I did watch wrestling in 1982, Jesse. I know exactly the wrestling match of which you speak. Well, I mean, you know, you probably, you know, 
sometimes you watch Dark Side of the Ring and they talk about how that was fucked up because he did it because he was like Samoan and he's like, oh, okay. here's a fucking coconut, you Samoan. Okay, well, if they, like, if they made a Dark Side of the Ring episode about the Roddy Piper coconutting Superfly Jimmy Snooker incident, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm into it. Um, God. Uh, but, yeah, you know, hmm. You know what I'd like to see is actual pinball tables based on various video game characters. Like, I would like yes. to play a real-life Kirby's Pinball Land on an actual pinball machine. There's a there's a Super Mario Brothers pinball Yeah, there's machine. a real-world Mario Brothers pinball. It's crazy. Like, the rules to, to, like, get, like, mushrooms and, like, go through stages and stuff. Like, you literally go through the eight worlds, but it's, like, ridiculous, like, things you have to do with the pinball, and it's like, how? I think it's pretty dope. Pinball is cool. Pinball is cool. Um... And and like people that are like like legit good at it, like how how do you be good at pinball? I just ah uh, I don't know. Just gotta know when to flip and when to bump. You know, it's uh I don't know. Just gotta play a lot of fucking pinball. I think. Yeah. You get it after a while. Gotta spend you know, a lot of quarters. Yeah, you know that. I still you know feel that like, stroke after a while. I still feel like getting good at pinball is like getting good at Mario Kart. Like, you can definitely do it, but it's still gonna be chance, like, 50% of the time. True. Possible. But pinball also isn't made just, like, for babies, so... Uh, there's, I think, a higher learning curve in getting good at, like, most pinball games, as opposed to Mario Kart. So... Fair. There's yeah. an idea. Imagine you walk into your arcade, They've got like a couple sections of pinball. One is pinball for babies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just baby Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, I, I would love so much to watch like during Evo competitive pinball. Hell yeah. God, man, pinball they have pinball you know, tournaments. Yeah, exactly. They're high score based. Um, you know, obviously they it's hard to do head to head pinball just based on, you know, the shape of the tables, the the fact that they're normally for one player. Uh, God, if you could make like a a head-to-head pinball where it's like it's basically crossfire, yes, but you're using the flippers mm-hmm. for the balls and stuff instead, yeah, and you're trying to get it past them, so it's got like a pong element too. I'd be I was, God, yeah, you guys sink pinballs in your in your opponent's thing, like you know, it's just and God fighting pinball. You only get points. You only get points uh, whenever you bump off stuff. On their side of the, like, there's like a line in the middle, but so it's like two tables. And so when you get onto their area, all like the bumpers and shit you hit over there, you get the points for that. Okay. And so, like, vice versa. How would the and game so, know that it's your ball hitting the bumpers on their side? Do you, are you saying that they don't get any points for hitting the things on no, their side? No, they don't get points on their side. Okay, that makes sense. Sure. So, like, any points that happen over there go to you. Yeah. And vice versa. Interesting. Very interesting. I feel like we could do this. Yeah. We should invent it, guys. We can invent multiplayer yeah. pinball, I bet. Oh, my God. Um, we got this. Yeah. Take that, Williams. Fuck you. Exactly. We got this. Yeah. You guys do that. I'm going to work on pinball for babies. It's That's just a good one, idea, too. It's just one yeah. paddle that takes up the entire width of the table. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That sounds fun, uh, man. Oh. Um, the, speaking also of, uh, of high scores and things, there was also a fun extra piece of trivia that I didn't uh, deploy because you both got it right. Uh, in the game Kirby's Pinball Land, the highest bonus score you can get is 99,000 with a 99 multiplier. And if you get that and then let the game go and count it off, it takes about 11 minutes for it to count your score. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, rolling down 99,000 times 99. 
I'm awesome. like, oh, cool. So your batteries die? Can you skip it? <laughs> like, you know, that would be like, you know, I'd feel so accomplished if I got that score and then it's like, oh, well, I got to take a bathroom break and make a sandwich while it's just rolling down this score. This is, uh, this is quite absurd. Take but, a quick nap, you know? Yeah, exactly. Jeez. I can go play a different game for a while. Um, 11 fucking minutes. But, yeah, uh, fun game, man. I like, uh, like I said, character pinballs, fun. Kirby pinball, very cute. Uh, you know, Game Boy pinball, non-essential, but I had fun with it for a little bit. And I thought you guys did too, and you guys did great. So, uh, let's, uh, let's keep these good feelings going. On to the, on to the next game. Game four. Right, guys so the uh titular character of this game is brown not gray uh and has a striped furry tail unlike its real world counterpart
Alright guys. I hope you're feeling amazing about that game. Yeah. About that music. It was pretty terrible music. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was you know. Uh wow. So Johnny says bonkers, sadly not correct. And David went for a rhyming incorrect answer, conquers pocket tails. No, that's sadly incorrect. Um no, so the like I said, the titular character of this game is brown, not gray, has a striped furry tail, unlike its real world counterpart. And I was gonna add, but I decided not to, that perhaps that a uh, change in appearance, as well as the uh, apparent large number of voice samples in this game, are what make this character so awesome. Johnny, play the uh, the revealing sound. Awesome, awesome, Kickstarter machine, but I'm awesome. I don't like it. Hey, fuck you. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um, so yes. Good lord, this game is awful. So it's Awesome Possum kicks Dr. No. Machino's butt. That is the title. They, there's a, there's a dot dot do, dot in the title. Didn't we do Awesome Possum? Is this a sequel? Uh, is there, are there we, two Awesome Possum games? Did we fucking do Awesome Possum before? Johnny, I checked I the game list. Why the fuck would we have done Awesome Possum before? It, uh, I feel like we did. I feel like we did too. Okay, we well, have. hold on. Let me let me head to the game list and verify it, because pretty sure I looked this up before I was we. Say, I don't think we have used it. I'm because hundred percent certain that we haven't, but I'm looking now. Art Academy, Asterisk, Astral Chain, Astian Axe, Automobile Lamborghini. Avenging Spirit, Axe Battler, Axe Lay. There is no awesome possum huh. on this list. Alright, I stand corrected. Yeah, you do. Wow. And also, it wouldn't matter. I can't hey. be game over. Yeah, so, yeah, what are you gonna game yeah, over? You're gonna, him? Give, yeah. you gonna eliminate me from yeah. August Absurdity? Come oh, on. Yeah. Oh, oh, no! Oh, God, oh, awesome oh, possum a second time. Nope, it was the first time. Game over! <laughs> Doesn't face me anymore. I feel nothing. Uh, now that I've we subjected myself win. willingly to all this awesome possum music, I can't stop saying possum. God damn it. <laughs> I keep saying awesome possum. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like well, I should be fucking name. watching The Departed or something. <laughs> uh, we went possum. almost 350 yeah. episodes without awesome possum. Almost. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. Want to talk about microprocessors. Uh, <laughs> in awesome possum. <laughs> Um, Hawk the possum at Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> God, God. Oh, uh, God. So, um, The Departed. No, Awesome Possum. Um, I, uh, I basically chose this just to make Johnny talk about it for a while. So, Johnny, go nuts. You, uh, you're a big Awesome Possum guy? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, the whole, the whole idea of this game is that they figured out how to you know, cram a bunch of voice samples into a Sega Genesis cartridge and then flex on that. Uh, but, you know, so he's constantly talking throughout the game and he's saying oh, the same no. couple of phrases. Yeah, it's... Did you say, I'm awesome a lot? <laughs> I don't I don't remember most of the phrases anymore. I burnt that out of my memory. Right. Uh, like, that's not something I want to remember. Right. Um, Would you say that your memories of awesome possum were departed from your brain? Get, get, get out of here. Yeah, God, give me shelter from that joke. Oh, ah, oh, oh. 
Hey, fuck you. Keep going, Johnny. <laughs> you gotta so, keep talking about the possum. So. Keep talking about the so, possum. So, yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible platformer game with a mascot that is just constantly talking and just saying annoying phrases with an annoying voice. And, um, I... I, uh, don't you have to do, do like trivia in between uh, levels? I think you do. Yeah, I think you do have to play some kind of trivia. Uh, but Jesse, you should probably talk more about that because I really don't remember. What was Awesome Possum's like ability? Because like Sonic runs fast, curls into a ball. Bubsy like has his claws and can swipe. Arrow the acrobat can glide. Like. Does Awesome Possum resurrect when he dies because he was just playing dead? Like, what is the gimmick? It's been a long time since I played it. I think he's just awesome. And I've I've tried to bleach those memories out of my brain. Yeah. So I just remember you if you decided to finish this level, um <laughs> you would be uh re- rewarded with uh <laughs> trivia. And, like, it was all, like, about conservation stuff. So, like, from that aspect, cool. But, like, why can't they make a good game? Like, like if you you were, like, going to be, like, into conservation and you played this game, you might very well, like, take a chainsaw to, like, a rainforest. You know, like, just out of spite of Awesome Possum. Like, fuck this, this game. And I'm gonna cut all these fucking trees down. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking you know? at a title, some screenshots here, and like the title screen is the possum in front of like the recycling symbol. So there's a environmental educational angle supposedly to this game. Okay, Doctor I, I, I got I got one. I, I pulled up one trivia question from an end of an episode uh, level of Awesome Possum. So a uh, chance for a bonus point here, uh, Johnny and David and Jesse. I'll give you a point. Um, Ooh. so, uh, what makes the duck-billed platypus and the spiny anteater of Australia unique among mammals? A, they oh, lay yeah. eggs, B, they eat the rocks, eggs. or C, they walk on their tails? Um, is there a D, all a. of the above? That's, no, uh, it's, that's the, uh, the, goal, the, the good it's off just, the board answer. <laughs> no, it's the eggs, yeah. It's always yeah. the eggs. The, the answer eggs. is eggs. Alright, yeah. Walk on their tails. What kind of madness? They eat rocks. God. Yeah. You fucking trying to stump a kid with this? Come on, man. You know how dumb a kid would feel if he accidentally hit B on that? Like, oh, God. (laughs) I do know how dumb a kid would feel, John, because I was that kid. Do platypuses (laughs) eat rocks and walk on their tails? I've never been to Australia. That's weird. Like, also, again, why is Awesome Possum brown? With a like stripy raccoon tail. Is there a different possum in Australia that has these features? <laughs> Is the game even set in Australia? Why am I asking suddenly about Australia? Yeah. Is it Aussie possum? Is it Aussie possum? Aussie posse. I don't. Yeah. Aussie posse. I. <laughs> I don't think there are possums in Australia. I think possums are like North American marsupials and. Right. Specifically, in that area, you think maybe it's about a drop bear? A what? God, I wish Dro- a drop bear would a drop fuck bear, things John. up. They're a bear. You have to wear a special hat when you go to Australia that has like a fork on the top of it, because otherwise, drop bears will fall on you. Hmm. 
Okay, wait, now I'm actually questioning, is that real or is that just a prank Australian's full tourists? <laughs> no, seriously, you've never heard of drop bears? I've heard of them, but now I'm questioning everything because that hat sounds ridiculous. Okay, and it well, turns it's out- It's not like a hmm. dinner fork on top, but like, <laughs> you wear a hat that has kind of like, forked points. Oi, mate! Yeah, yeah. so there is actually a, a brush-tailed possum, uh, that are, uh, native to Australia and invasive to New Zealand. So, okay, if these are Australian brush-tailed possums, then the appearance is forgiven. Um, god, what a jerk I sound like. Um, no, uh... But see, that's that's the problem with a game like this. I, you know, I'm from Florida. I know what possums look like. They don't fucking look like this game. You know, they're not brown and bushy-tailed. <laughs> not they're not awesome. They're they're fucking hideous, and I love them. But you know, there's just nothing. Uh, no, nothing about this screams fucking possum. They should have gone all in on the Australian bit here and and, and gone in Aussie posse and and make all the lines like crocodile lead lines. You know, like oi, you call that a pile of garbage. This I don't know. Possums like garbage. Um, <laughs> you call that well, a tick? It's about oh, I'm eating a tick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't do any more crocodile deadly lines. That's the only one I know. No, good. Thank you, Johnny. I don't want you to. Um, yeah, good times. I I will say um, you are improving because your Australian accent better than your Scottish accent. Still not good, but better than your Scottish accent. Right. Um, but yeah, so awesome possum, uh, not so awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I was I was going through '90s uh, '90s mascots and things, and I was like, "What's the worst one? Oh, that one. Uh, that's the one we'll feature on the show. It's, it, it's almost you know, a little revenge for uh, how frequently we featured Tasmania in the last couple of months or so. Um, so you fucking you subjected my ear holes to Tasmania." Uh, I subject you to August Absurdity Awesome Possum. So, um, fuck you guys. Fair. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. you know, so fair. All's fair in August Absurdity Finals. Game 5. Mm.
All right. Uh, so for this particular game, um, they made different versions of it. Um, one version of it uh, is particularly unusual because it has uh, two contiguous screens. Um, one screen is in the usual place for an arcade game, and the other would be in the cabinet below, reflected by a mirror on one side of the screen, which created the effect of a single double-wide screen setup. Uh, kind of like Tecmo Bowl. Competitors, let's see your answers. Oh, they both say X Men, they're both correct. <laughs> Had to do the Colossus, so. Damn, guys, we got a game here. Woo! Man. That is say the yeah, X Men arcade a... game. What a game. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's uh, a good looking game. Sounds good. Has ridiculous voices in it. Um, and uh, Colossus it, roars. Um, has a good uh, selection of X Men. You know, so it's like with Dazzlers on here. That's that's pretty cool. You don't normally see Dazzler get used a lot. Mm -hmm. um, did we play this at Magfest? We did. Yeah, we, yeah, we definitely we, did. We played through this, didn't we? Yeah, this this shit's okay. great. I, I played as Storm most of the time, which was really good. Uh, it was a good time. That game Usu is a good time. Usually my go-to character actually is Dazzler, because I like her super move. She throws the ball of energy, like, right in front. And also, I never have to fight for her. Like, everyone's yeah. like, I want to be Wolverine. I want to be Cyclops. I'm like, cool. I'll grab Dazzler. Y'all, like, fight it out. Mm -hmm. See who gets to play who. Path of Least Resistance. Good idea. Yeah. 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 No uh, no arguments to be had over that. David the Dazzler. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's Wolverine or it's Colossus or it's Cyclops. Yeah. Was Nightcrawler in this game? Yes. Yes, yeah, he's Also right. Nightcrawler. Yeah. I'm trying to think of if I would ever pick Dazzler. Um, and I don't know that I would. Not only out of deference to you, David, but just out of sheer no. There's <laughs> yeah. uh, there's so many other choices. That, 
That's why I'm saying, like, I never have to fight. Right. Good thinking. Man. Good fun game. We... So, um, when a bunch of the Tunas came to Chicago, we went to a barcade that had the X-Men arcade game. We actually all got to play it together, and I immediately called Dazzler, and everybody stared at me like, yeah, fine. Yep, I bet. <laughs> I don't give a shit, like... Mm-hmm. God, I would love to see that, like, you, like, you play out the arcade game, you go running up, you're like, I called Dazzler! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just I mean, pretty much it was like, you, like uh... <laughs> pretty much like a couple people were coming back with beers. Somebody like claimed the machines, like, "Hey, we should all play X Men." It's like I get Dazzler. Beautiful. All right. You just like <laughs> shove someone to the ground, like getting to the machine. You're like, no, I'm Dazzler. Yeah, and we like get really indignant. Get the fuck back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay, buddy. Me? We're doing. You like get up in their face. Man, that was pretty. Sl- I'm Dazzler. That was pretty slick. Uh, the whole mirror thing that they did, like, cause I, I was sitting there, like, why didn't they just put the two TVs next to each other? And I was like, oh yeah, cause like back then, monitors would have giant bezels on the side, so you have this giant black yeah. bar between the two screens. So if you do the mm-hmm. mirrors, you can make it a little more seamless. That's uh, it's smart. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, really smart design. Really fucking crazy ass arcade cabinet. Uh, yeah, kind of want to play it again right now. That's one you just don't see all that often. Like, no. I feel like other beat 'em ups survive. That one, that one's a rarity to actually see out in the wild. So, especially because, like, especially the six player. Yeah, I was gonna say it's multiple <laughs> right. variants, and the six player is the the biggest pain in the ass probably to to get. Yeah, I feel like more things to break. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, arcade games, they break, they need to be fixed. You know, why would you go for six when you could go for a, a four player beat 'em up, or any uh, any number of, you know, I don't know, single player game, but. Oh, yeah. so nothing, ma- nothing makes you feel fatter than when you're trying to cram a bunch of adults around a single arcade cabinet. You're like, <laughs> oh my god, this is so narrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. I really don't love <laughs> this, it. it. This makes was you clearly it's designed not, for 10-year-olds. Yeah, definitely not for adults. Um, man, how cool would it be if it like just had it to where like you can just take a like a little controller in your hand and just scoot back a few feet, like instead of having to like actually touch each other on the arms and shoulders. Or... What if they made arcade machines for adults, like sized properly? Oh, so like you mean like yeah. those little you know, tiny ones they sell at Walmart? <laughs> well, no, those are even worse. Yeah, little, little baby <laughs> arcade games. Six people around that. They're for adults. <laughs> what um, if they made arcade games where every player got to sit in a nice lazy boy recliner? Mm-hmm. Keep going, Johnny. I mean, I'm into this idea. There, in separate there are those houses? candy cabs. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I feel like we just invented online co-op. Yeah. Hmm. Man, imagine, though, if every time you wanted to play online co-op together, you had to drop a quarter into a machine in your house. <laughs> yes, a quarter in it. Uh, yeah. You want to play a little Smash Bros. tonight? Uh, yeah, I got a quarter on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, lose a match, you got to re-up. God. I'm out of quarters, guys. Sorry. Your wife walks into the room <laughs> and just bumps you off and takes you takes your turn. I love the idea, too, of, like, you just get a group text that's a picture of a quarter next to your game console, like, yo, I got next. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8, right now. Hmm? <laughs> Ugh. Gross. Um, man. Man, X-Men, not gross. Just great. When are they coming out with these guys in the MCU? They need to hurry up and make some movies. Right? They've teased uh, it a bit. I was gonna say, yeah, like, they're slowly building up to it, but... Well, before... Th- they do have the uh, X-Men 97 cartoon coming out pretty soon. Ooh. I don't know what that is. You don't... 
Okay, it's, so they're basically bringing back the '90s X-Men cartoon. Oh, cool! Yeah, is it going to be it's well gonna... animated this time? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. It looks real cool. Great. <laughs> then I'm in. And they're bringing back as many of the original voices as they can because oh, I think a few of them have passed on. And I know uh, I can't remember her name, but the actress who played Jubilee turned it down because she's not Chinese and like, yeah, in this age, that's not cool. Like, oh, yeah. Mm. Fair. Yeah. Yep. I thought Jubilee was Although Korean. I think they said they were going to give her like another role, so she'd still be involved. She just won't be Jubilee anymore. All right. That's cool. No, I, I, yeah. I didn't know about that at all. Because, man, yeah, I tried getting my son to watch the uh, 90s X-Men cartoon, and it was too ugly for him to pay attention to. He uh, was not <laughs> interested which, uh, man. He didn't like the theme song? He loved the theme song. Okay. He, had, he wanted to, like, read the names and know who everybody was. But then the show started, and it's like, oh, uh, this is rough. And he's, like, and he's five fucking years old, like, just leaving out of disinterest. I'm like, <laughs> ow, kid, you're you know, fucking hitting me right in the childhood here. <laughs> like, you know, a dagger through my fucking heart. But, yeah, make a, make a new version of that X-Men cartoon and give it some decent animation. You know, maybe uh, maybe that gets him into it. Gets me into it, which by proxy gets him into it because I control the TV. That's, you know, that's the real beauty of it. Uh, you know, I will watch it and he will have to watch it or go about yeah, his business elsewhere. Else. Yeah, exactly. He'll feel your hand. Mm-hmm. God, I love threatening him with a good spanking for not watching cartoons with me. <laughs> just, uh, just how you, it's how you dad, man. Good stuff. Watch this fucking cartoon, you <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Sit your I, fucking ass down. I don't think it is. Sit down and listen. It's called the X-Men. <laughs> They're Earth's mightiest heroes, stupid. Pay attention. <laughs> no! There's a lot no, of war. <laughs> fucked up. God. Um, yep, man. X-Men are cool. Good for them. Uh, whew. Good times. Jesse, this is your game. You gotta you gotta keep us moving. Yeah. You know what you know what else is a good time? What is a good time, Jesse? A threesome. VGM threesome. Oh, VGM threesome. VGM threesome. <laughs> VGM threesome.
Alright, so the first game in our VGM threesome, which as you know is uh, three quick songs from three different games, and um, get a little piece of trivia like this. Uh, in this game, when players knock off about two-thirds of a boss's health, the background music that was playing will turn upbeat and heroic sounding. Then we give our, our contestants some time to scramble for an answer. Just like when you're in a threesome and you're scrambling for, okay, which person am I supposed to pay attention to right now? Fuck, okay, is this person getting jealous? Oh no, it's, oh, I'm starting, I gotta think about baseball, because this is really exciting. Oh no, I ruined it. Too much about baseball, oh shit. (laughs) Alright, I'm ready. Alright, now, while we're in the the kitchen recovering, uh, what have you written? (laughs) Johnny says X-Men 2, that's incorrect. And David with the correct answer, Captain America and the Avengers! That was a total shot in the dark. Well done. Well, it it must have been Hawkeye making that shot. (laughs) (laughs) Who is in this game, right? Yes. Yes, it's uh, Cap, Hawkeye, uh, Vision in his white outfit, and... uh, Oh, fuck. Uh, Is it Namor? No. Um, shit. Iron Man. Duh. It's fucking Iron Man. And he's got like the... Um, it's that one weird costume. This was back when people didn't know who the fuck the Avengers were. Which is <laughs> yeah. kind of funny to think about. I was going to say, like, if this is late 80s, early 90s, he's probably in the modular armor? Like yeah, the big bulky one? Yeah, yeah, it's, it kind of looked like. Uh, it's it, Man, isn't it weird to think about like a time where people were like, who's Vision? Or like like Iron Man? You mean like the Black Sabbath song? <laughs> I mean, it's weird. Like, I, knew who, I knew who Iron Man was when I was a kid. I just, you know, knew he wasn't that important. Like, he was just he was just like a, just a superhero that I had a few comics of. He looked cool. He had a cool suit of armor. Like... I didn't know. Well, yeah, but that's because you were, you know, a kid of a certain kind, you know. Right. But but you like average like person who's like I don't, I don't know Iron Man is who the fuck is. It's still wild to think that just you know, fifteen years ago when they started doing the fucking MCU that Iron Man was like a big gamble for them. It's like yeah, hey, yeah. you think yeah. people are gonna like this movie, this Iron Man. It's like yeah, yeah, they fucking are. <laughs> like yeah, you know why well, Iron Man's and- cool. <laughs> I remember too when the when the MCU started, and I promise I'm not going to turn this all into about the MCU. But like no, the first movie they're going to do is Iron Man. I remember thinking like, really? Like he's <laughs> like B tier at best. That's your lead off? Like, well, I mean, at the time they hadn't announced they were making the MCU. Yeah, it was more no, like no, I know, but even still, Iron like Man of all the Marvel now. characters, <laughs> so. It was it was just good they were making an Iron Man movie. That was my reaction. Like, hey, cool, a fucking Iron Man movie. And people are like, oh man, you know, like this studio is kind of like betting the farm on this, and like, oh, they got Robert Downey Jr. That's a little, uh, a little on the nose for the alcoholic character of the of the Marvel world. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. And it's like, oh right, this movie fucking rules. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like they built that MCU in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> yeah. it's like when you know when they made the Guardians of the Galaxy, people were like. Who the Who? fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? That was way more then, of a gamble than fucking, yeah. I, you know, a simple Iron Man movie. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. 
We didn't know yeah, back then that people really were going to cool. accept the talking raccoon and tree. Like, we, you know, oh, yeah. but man, Marvel had us eaten out of their hands back then. But this game is really cool. Um, I like the, whenever you would punch people, oh, like, the onomatopoeia sounds would pop up on the screen, like, pow, bam, nice. and it was, like, real comic booky. Yeah, and, dope. And the voice samples in this game were pretty ridiculous, too. Um, and it had real cool, uh, real good mix of villains that you fought. And even had, like, like the Juggernaut was in one of the villains. And it's like, normally they're an X-Men villain and stuff. So it was cool to see, like, characters like that in the, in the game. Yeah, I'm sorry to say this is, I think, maybe the one Marvel arcade beat-em-up I have not played. Because um, I played the Spider-Man game, I've played X-Men. I have not played this, and I really want to go back and find one in an arcade. Because um, it looks like it's a lot of fun, and it looks like... Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're going to make a Spider-Man game and an X-Men game, because those are super popular. But I feel like, you know, Captain America and the Avengers with Hawkeye and Vision, like... There, there had to be some kind of labor of love in this. Yep, for sure. Yeah. It's a good game, too. Real fun. Um, but um, speaking of fun, let's get back into that threesome. Getting hard again. <laughs> Alright, so, um, on the art of this game, on the underside of one of the characters' skateboards is a Watchmen sticker. 
um, which is homage to the comic series that came out around the same time. Let's see some answers, dudes. Uh, um, oh. Okay, so David has the incorrect answer, TMNT Turtles in Time Arcade. And uh, Johnny with just TMNT is closer to the correct answer, which is just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Oh, man. Wow, David. What, what a risk. Um, yeah, this is the Turtles arcade game. And um, this game fucking rules. Um, I remember a f uh, we used to go uh, sell stuff at the flea market a lot. And it was at an old uh, drive-in theater. And so they had like a, um, a snack bar that had like a couple arcade machines in there. So when we would sell stuff over there, I would go play uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and one time, my quarter got stuck, and the guy came and opened up the thing, and then just pressed this button inside like 30 times, and then closed it back up and said, here you go, kid, have fun, and I was like, oh shit, I got 30 <laughs> lives on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! That was fucking well, awesome. I got 15 I minutes to play, but I'm in! <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna be there for like a couple yeah, hours, yeah. so. Still awesome. Yeah, man, oh, that was man. always the ultimate. Like the few I've had that happen like two or three times in my life. Quarter gets stuck, and that 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 was like the universal rule. Hey, if some kid's quarter gets stuck, you fucking give him thirty lives. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the unspoken arcade uh, fixer's code. <laughs> might as well. If you have to show him the inside of the guts, you gotta just you know flip the button a few times. But man. yeah, I remember the first time I saw this because I grew up playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game on the NES. And I remember when I, the first time I saw the arcade version of this, I was like, oh my god, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah. This wow. looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Is it, though? Because the NES version had additional levels. I, yeah, yeah uh, this is still much better. Okay. Like, see, I was just checking. Seeing that fire, like, on the first level, and you're like, that is so cool looking at those giant, like, balls that come down the stairs and stuff. Yeah, a couple of like, questions just on that first level. One. Why are giant balls falling down the stairs? The Foot Clan. They have big balls? <laughs> Jesse, that's oh, yeah, the answer to yeah. everything. If, if, if they're going <laughs> to fuck with the Ninja Turtles, you got to have big balls. Uh -huh. And you got to just keep rolling them down the stairs blindly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, hoping to just... They got to come by this, this alley sometime. Somebody's going to walk uh -huh. by the staircase. Just you wait. <laughs> you know, we're going to set up this whole building like a fucking game of mousetrap. We're going to get those turtles. Um, balls out. And then the other question... Did you ever walk into the fire? What? Well, yeah, because you wanted to see if it happened, yeah. if something happened, and nothing yeah. happened. I thought something. Did nothing happened. You get burned, don't you? No. Oh. I, it's yeah, just a show, know. baby. <laughs> yeah. No burning turtles in this game. It's just hmm. it's show fire. That's right. The game tricks huh. you into staying out of that shit. You know, as a gamer, not to walk down into that fire. Yeah. But you could have the whole time. Crazy. Hmm. Crazy when you realize that. You've been playing only two-thirds of that stage your whole life. Could have been using the whole hallway. You could have been swinging your arms all wide as you're walking down that hallway, dodging those big balls, because that fire's just there for show. But, I don't know. Wild. Wild discoveries in TMNT Arcade. Man, hmm. this game yeah. fucking rules. It was at the, uh, the skating rink here in Tallahassee when I was a kid, and it was like 
Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking steal a quarter from anybody to just be able to go over there and put it in that game. Like, I'll, I'll find a way. I know I used up all my coins already, but, like, I need... I need to play that more. Like, you know, if I hear a coin hit the ground and, like, roll towards the skating rink, I will go down on all fours to fucking dive and cover that bitch up just so I can claim it and go to the Bye. machine. <laughs> like, you know. My no, precious. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was just like that. Me... Eight years old, quad skates, fucking, you know, just trying to do my best to have fun and look cool. And then, you know, the tink of a little quarter off and, you know, oh, gotta, gotta grab that because I got to play more TMNT. I would do anything to play that game. Fucking <laughs> turn a fucking golem and just dive. It was also like, it was <sighs> right next to the rink. Like, it was so close. Like, if I was, you know, going too fast, I could, like, wipe out onto the joysticks and, like, grab them for balance. <laughs> like, you know, okay, I got to time this just right and hop up this little, you know, car. Oh, okay, cool. I'm right here on TMNT. Somebody, I don't have any money. I'm just going to watch the opening again. It's great. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's good. so fucking good. Yeah, I'm just going to watch them jump out of that manhole, baby. Uh. Man. Ah, man. Fond, fond memories. Skate in East, man. Now they call it Skate World. It's not a skate world. It's, uh, you know, it's it's a skate in at best. You know, it's, uh, it hasn't gotten any bigger or better since, you know, 1989. So how dare they change the name to Skate World? But, man, God, love skating rinks, love arcades, love both mm. in one building. Mm. That's the best place to play a beat em up near a skating rink with fucking, like, <laughs> You know, just some, like, 1990 music playing in the background. God. Can't even hear the arcade game. You're just hearing, like, fucking... God, Brian Adams or some shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Some John Cicada. Fucking... Man, I'm, I'm flashing back too hard. Jesse, keep the threesome going. I'm losing my focus. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. never make that face again <laughs> when one of the characters gets electrocuted you see large rabbit ears let's see your answers and they are both correct with the simpsons 
I'd recognize that weird ass music anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what a no weird shitting. soundtrack that game had. No shitting. The whole game what was a weird, weird everything that game had, because it came out in like the first season of The Simpsons, so they hadn't really figured out The Simpsons yet. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah, they had a lot of those like Life in Hell rabbits or whatever those things are. Yeah, apparently yeah. Marge was one of them if you electrocute her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like seriously, that's what happens if you fucking if Marge gets shocked, it reveals that she's got rabbit ears hidden under her hair. I think I think Matt Granning said that originally he wanted that to be the case, like she was going to be one of the rabbit people. That's you know, which I'm kind of glad they got away from that. Nah, I don't know. I kind of wish they had done that because that would have pissed people off. Probably whenever they did it, and the show would have been canceled well before its expiration date. Like, you know, do we need the last 23 years of The Simpsons? I don't think we do. Um, if they had fucking revealed in, uh, you know, if fucking uh, uh, Principal Skinner was revealed to be an imposter and also Marge was revealed to be a giant rabbit, that would have gotten the series canceled. But they only did one of them in uh, that season, so they uh, the show kept going. It, it endured. Damn shame. Uh, this game's fun. It's, uh, you know, kind of shitty, uh, but, like, the fun kind of shitty. Because, again, yeah, like, yeah. season one Simpsons, we have no idea what this is. Uh, let's just fucking, I don't know, go through a few things. Uh, you know, sure, they go to an amusement park and a graveyard and uh, a gorge uh, and and Moe's there's bar and there's a fire-breathing drunk. <laughs> I was going to say, remember that classic episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns had a mech suit? I mean, yes. Uh, hmm. Classic. I think that was a Treehouse of Horror, though. Um, he ends up accidentally crushing himself and has to graft his head onto Homer's body, I think. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. And maybe that's just a robotic Homer. I don't remember exactly, but, you know. Uh, yeah, remember, like, Smithers kidnapping babies? <laughs> yeah. It's Remember funny. Smithers Black? Right, yeah, Black Smithers yeah. kidnapping a baby. There's like Goku Black. Mm-hmm. Just like Goku Black. Um, Smithers was <laughs> possessed by an alien or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm stronger than you can imagine, sir. God, what a, you know, <laughs> and yeah, like, why did you fight a giant like wrestling guy at the first level? Like, what you know, nothing about that game made any fucking sense. Like. It's one thing to, like, just be going on a beat-em-up through, you know, Springfield, but, like, the first level ends on a fucking overpass and you're fighting a wrestler? Like, even, you know, right off the bat. Like, I remember, like, talking about that on the playground. It's like, yeah, who is that guy? I'm like, I don't know. Like, is, you know, is he from the show? I don't know. But, like, you know, I beat him. And then, then you go to the amusement park. Like, nobody understood why there was a wrestler in the, in the first level of the game. It was, it was very weird. And, you know, well, obviously we, we had to talk about it just, you know, like that. Like, we had to make sense of the first level, because you seldom got past the second level. Like, if you if you beat the big crusty balloon as a kid, you were doing pretty damn good. You know, you, you really had to have, like, either a roll of quarters or, a, you know, like a, a magic arcade fixing man give you 30 lives to be able to get anywhere in that fucking game. Like... What even is, I remember, is third level the graveyard? Because, yeah, I, I feel like I yeah. rarely made the graveyard as a kid. Third is the graveyard, I think... Then you take the underground elevator to get into Moe's. Which, you know, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's the graveyard, like, empties into the gorge and the waterfall. Then you go to Moe's. I think then is the TV station? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, I've got oh, no. then is the dream world. Yeah, because it's the graveyard. You take an elevator and you get into Moe's. And then after Moe's, for some reason, you go to the gorge. And then you fall off the waterfall. And that knocks you out for the dream world. And then after the dream world is the TV station. And then after the TV station is the power plant. Okay. A logical remember, yeah. progression, as logical as a later season episode of The Simpsons. Uh, just, you know, totally makes sense, coherent, loaded with all those things you know and love. Really, it's crazy how the the Simpsons arcade game could br- be the thing to bring the show full circle. Like, you know, it, we, it was a hot thing and they had to make this game. And now, if you showed this game to the current, like, season of The Simpsons, it'd be like, wow, that's... Uh, it's a pretty goddamn coherent episode of the show you've got encapsulated in this arcade game. You know, we were going to write that. I can't believe you did this in an arcade game 30-some-odd years ago. You beat us to it. And then the show could just finally end. Yeah. To, I'm saying, Speaking to, of shows to the current ending. writers, this, this, oh, God. I, I had to watch a fucking newer episode of The Simpsons recently, and man, this arcade game's better written. Fascinating. Man. Love The Simpsons. All 30-whatever seasons of it. 30,000. 30,000. <laughs> Calculating computer I, oh, right, activated. we're doing a show. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Uh-huh. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Did he do it? He did it. John Regan. Wow. The rarest of the wind jingles. <laughs> yes, exactly. Unheard of. Wow, we John. How absurd. How absurd indeed. You've done How it, my man. How absurd. Come with me to hell. Yeah. Wow. Um, Johnny, I'm impressed. I, you know, I, I can't believe it. You got a, a, an actual August absurdity win. No, uh, no shenanigans. No fix. No nothing. Just uh. Just a good, clean round of Game That Tune, August Absurdity. A strong episode. You know, strong scores on you guys this uh, this episode. Good job, both of you. I mean, six to five. Hell of a score. Yeah. Um, you know, Close well game. done, David. Well done, Johnny. But uh, more well done, Johnny. Congratulations. You've won. Um, oh. It's been too long, man. Yeah, God, when's the last time Johnny won August Absurdity? Seems like it's uh, been a long time. It's been a while, right? I, I don't think remember I won, the fucking... like the second. Uh, our, our chat's telling us I won in 2018. This <laughs> is when I last won. Okay, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Wow. Because I feel like it was. I feel like it was David, and then Jesse, or was it David back to back? And then. Uh, no, I, I like think it... Jesse won the first one. No, I won uh, April. April absurdity, which we don't talk about. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and we uh, we still have never settled holiday absurdity from that uh, that first year either. Um, God, we were trying too much. Um, but yeah, uh, wow, Johnny, congratulations, Johnny! Now a two-time August Absurdity champion, a game that tune king, Johnny. Oh, I'm I'm impressed, man. You got a you got a victory speech. Uh, well, my, my so yeah. So first things first is one. What do I get to do as king again? It's it's been a minute. Mm. Um, Pretty much anything you want, man. Okay, dope. 
Yeah, so, pretty yeah. much like you just get to kind of fuck off and you know do what you want on the show for a while. Like you know, if you want to bring games that have previously been on the show, that's fine. If you want to fucking you can wear sunglasses, yeah, exactly. During the you show. can you know change your clothes or your appearance in any way that you want. Wear a mask. You pick Ooh. your own honorific, like on Coral Island. Yeah. Um, you drink Malort. Yeah. I, you, you, just do your thing, man. Yeah. So as a, as king of the show, I'm gonna take this show in a bold new dark direction. I hope you guys are ready for it. Oh. And, Okay, I was with you on bold and new, but dark. Now I'm really uh, intrigued. Oh yeah, you know, that's yeah. We're Johnny's gonna have, thing. Johnny's finally going dark. <laughs> we're gonna introduce blood magic. All right, we're gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna introduce yeah. all kinds of crazy, just insane new shenanigans that are gonna Show's be. Show's gonna uh, be way more hardcore focused. I'm, you know, I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot, lot more buttholes. More rule thirty-four. Oh get, yeah, I'm gonna get Wait, Satan that's my himself. Thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get Satan on as a guest. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Cool. Wow. I got ideas, Johnny's guys. Cool. We can do like an LJN episode for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Games from Hell featuring Satan. Yeah. <laughs> hell JN featuring Satan. It's gonna be a hell of a show. Hell JN. Um, <laughs> oh, we but, are wow, made man. Um. Well, congratulations, Johnny. You're the king, and it's uh, it's the end of August absurdity. Another one's in the books. A fantastic show. It's been. And you know what that means? It means we're back to normal next week, John. So, uh, you've won the show, and that means you get to pick a theme for our next episode. We haven't done this in a few weeks. I, I don't know oh, if you remember wow. this. Yeah, but, uh, man. The, win- the winner picks a theme for the next episode. So, why don't you tell everybody what we got? Game that tune. Replay. Panties. 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 I got you some meat. Let me see your cake. Panties. Panties. I have this piece of meat. Now get on this other piece of meat. Say, I'm going to take your pan- your GTT panties off with my teeth. Panties. Eat this meat and then spit it out. I really don't like how many times we all just said, I'm not even going to say, I am not going on your goddamn soundboard. Say titties. Titties. <laughs> say it slower. Titties. Now say it like you're ashamed of yourself. Titties. I'm going on her soundboard, aren't I? Panties. God. Classic. Yes, next Classic week's theme is, is panties. It was. You'd think based on that sound, it's panties, but it's actually free play. It can be panties. It can be both. Um, you know, pretty much any game with a female character, the panties are generally implied. So, uh, pretty wide open. Uh... Now if, you, wide open panties. now, if you can see the uh, the female character not wearing panties, that obviously disqualifies it from the theme, and you should be very wary of that. Um, no, no Metroid. God, no. No panties on that. Wait. she What's she wearing under there? It's been it so depends. long. It depends which game, because in Super Metroid, she's got like a sports bra and panties on, but yeah. like... Fusion and beyond, she's got like the full zero suit. Right. Yeah, they didn't feel like. Just the way you said, what's she wearing under there? <laughs> so, like, man, I've never really you thought got my about that. Now going, I like, want to know. Yeah, she doesn't wear panties. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> she does wear panties, I want to say. Been a while since I've seen those. I haven't been a Metroid game in a while. I haven't seen the panties. <laughs> man, uh, gonna have to get into that. Gonna have to, you know, crack that series open. Find those panties. So, man, uh, free play next week. What a uh, what a surprising theme from our new king, John Regan. Um, fantastic. 
just uh, gonna be a dynamite dynamite show coming up. Episode 350, guys. How absurd! Speaking of you know wow. things that are absurd, we're about to record our 350th episode of the show. Jeez, uh, what a what a time! What a time it's been. Um, thank you, everybody. I think that's what the Loch Ness monster owes me. <laughs> Okay, I can't stay mad at that sound. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so... Episode 350 of Free Play. Uh, as absurd as August itself. It's gonna be a good one. And guys, it's been a good one. It's been a good uh, good run of episodes, good shows, good August. Not a great August in the big scheme of things. You know, we got derailed a couple of times, but we we made it through. Uh, we came out stronger on the other side. Um, you know, we discovered some things about ourselves. Uh, some things that we never wanted to know. And, uh, you know, here we are. You know, we stand before you better, stronger men prepared to make uh, more fantastic episodes game that tune. So for that, we thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune. Uh, definitely always a fun time having you guys live with us, chatting along. We love hearing from you guys. Love seeing you guys there live. Uh, thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings there at GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, be sure to listen, rate, review, all that stuff. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends about the Game That Tune podcast. It's uh, it's great, and it continues to happen. Uh, Want to thank everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. Man, we've got awesome exclusives. Uh, we've got Game That Tune mixtapes. We've got Game That Tune gems where we listen to music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. We've been catching up on that, and that's made it into the main feed. Uh, so I hope everybody's enjoying those bonus episodes of Game That Tune gems. Tons of tunes, tons of good times. Uh, just gaming memories and goofing off on Game That Tune gems. Um, and we appreciate you guys listening. Pr- appreciate everybody checking out Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Uh, we super appreciate all the support that we get there. Um, we, of course, also use it for our 24-7 video game music live stream, gttradio.com, gtt.rocks, the uh, best place for video game music on the internet. Uh, it's our place, gttradio.com. We love you guys uh, for supporting it via Patreon. Of course, I want to give a special shout-out to our absurd fans on Patreon, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L., Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and The Kerrigan, a fantastic group of Patreon Absurd fans. Uh, speaking of Patreon Absurd fans, uh, Taylor Y, fantastic fan, made a fantastic request this week. Uh, made his request via, I don't know, let's say Discord. That's a good place to make your request. Uh, check out our Discord, hit the show notes for, uh, for a Discord link, or join us. You know, if you catch me on a good day at GTT Radio, I might just choose your request just because I like the tunes. Kind of like what I did for Taylor's request this week. But, uh, yeah, Discord's the best place to make the request. Or you can hit us up, GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media site. Um, and that's pretty much the only places we want to hear from you guys. But we do love hearing from you. So uh, hit us up and make requests and hang out with us. We love, uh, love our little community. So... Thank you once again for a fantastic August Absurdity. Uh, guys, thank you for uh, great competitions. Johnny, congratulations. Uh, truly, thank from the bottom of my heart, what an unexpected victory for you in this month's August Absurdity. Uh, a fantastic, fantastic showing. And now you get to take us home with fantastic bonus tunes. Yeah, so as part of that bold new direction, my bonus tunes tonight are Vomitron's uh, Contra Suite. 
um, from their, not the original, like, MySpace, you know, kind of shitty version, but their, for their No Nest for the Wicked, uh, uh album. Yeah, that's that bold new direction, the Vomitron <laughs> music that Johnny's got. You know, wow, he's really taking this show in a bold new direction. Um, we love you guys. Happy August, and peace out, everybody. Cyberfunk is copyright 2023 Team Reptile. Coral Island is copyright 2023 Stairway Games. Kirby's Pinball Land is copyright 1993. Out Laboratory Incorporated and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Awesome Possum Kicks Dr. Machino's Butt is copyright 1993 Tengen. X-Men is copyright 1992 Konami. Captain America and the Avengers is copyright 1991 Data East. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is copyright 1989 Konami. The Simpsons is copyright 1991 Konami.
test. <laughs> hey, whoa. That's crazy. God, why do I have such a Hey. <laughs> Oh, welcome to game that tune. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to game that tune. The weekly show where we listen to video game music and we talk about the games and have a lot of fun. <laughs> Educate the people. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? <laughs> 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 